Welcome to the Bible Conversation Podcast with Chris, Dan, and Dylan. Let's have a conversation. Welcome to another episode of Bible Conversations. Uh, this week, I, I do want to start off, uh, I've gotten permission uh, from Dan to talk a little bit about his private life uh, before we jump into the conversation. For the next couple of months, Dan will... Uh, really, unfortunately, not be with us very much. Um, His wife is uh, going through some struggles with a pregnancy, and he is going to be taking care of her. That is first and foremost, and we are fully supportive of that. We we are appreciative of him, and what we want to ask of you is to pray for him, Uh, very simply, just to pray for him. Uh, He uh, he's soldiering on through this. He's he's working. He is uh, taking care of his wife and three kids all at the same time, and uh, it's mm-hmm. it is a tall task. And um, he has people in his play in, in his life who are there for him to help him in, in whatever case he needs. But he can always use more prayers. Yep. Uh, and so and, we want to ask that. In addition to prayers, you know, y'all can reach out to him. Uh, I know he would really enjoy that and yes. and really enjoy that support. Um, s- send us an email at our Bible conversations. Um, email address and and let Dan know that you're thinking about him and that you miss him uh keeping me and Chris in check <laughs> yes yes so uh wanted to make sure that I I said that uh at, at the outset here because I it's it's on our hearts um and um you know we we love Dan he's uh just a just a great guy mm-hmm. and um we'll miss him for the next couple months but we will be excited to have him back so uh as we get started here we've actually got a, a guest on today uh John McKenzie uh, John, I have known for five years now, maybe. I think that's about right. About yeah. five years, and uh, first uh, met him when he was a guest speaker at a college retreat. Yes, uh, which was really exciting, really cool, and uh, so we have him on today. And, and what we're going to be talking about is uh, his life as not only a minister but also as a public servant. Uh, he doesn't like the word politician, so I won't call him that. <laughs> but uh, his life as a minister and a public servant, and how those two uh, kind of join together. So I'll. John, I'll just kind of let you yeah, start you talking. Kind of introduce yourself sure, as far as absolutely. what you do, you know, absolutely, uh, yeah. what it means to be a public servant and, and what, what you do. <laughs> sure, yeah. And I, you know, I appreciate the opportunity to be here and to talk about it. Um, so I'm minister at the Bridgewood Church of Christ. I'm mm-hmm. a family and outreach minister. Mm-hmm. So uh, we've got a, a family focus just like you guys do here at Keller. Yeah. Uh, and then also uh, really working to get uh, out into our community there in East yeah. Fort Worth. Um, but then I am finishing up my third year um, on the city council in Hearst. I'm currently serving as the, the mayor pro tem, so oh, cool. the, the backup mayor. Um, and, uh, <laughs> is, is that like, kind of like vice president of Hearst? <laughs> uh, you could, yes, that's fair enough. But something happens to Mayor Wilson, then, then I'll fill in for him from time to time. But Mayor Wilson's doing a great job and, yeah. and has, has himself been a longtime dedicated uh, public servant, yeah. um, elected official. So, um, But then, you know, like, like everybody else, there's other hats too i'm i'm dad and husband yeah. <laughs> and uh, just like you were talking about with dan you know i've always felt that uh that as a minister you minister to your family first yes and mm-hmm. so so I'm, I'm glad to hear that dan's taking care of his wife and his children mm-hmm. and that the church is allowing him him to do that but yeah. that's always one of the things you know when you're talking about those multiple roles chris you yeah. know you, you've got um you know that balancing act you got the, the plate spinning whatever it is you know <laughs> yeah. juggling um, yeah but uh but the nice thing is uh, for me at least you know my my involvement in the community in hearst mm-hmm. and then my involvement in in fort worth and in, in trying to 
proclaim the message of Christ, to get out into the community, to work in the schools, mm-hmm. to help there. Yeah. All of it fits together. Yeah. And the, the more contacts you make, uh, the more things fit together. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, hopefully it's okay. I'll, I'll just share a quick quick story. Yeah, I, yeah I go met, for I it. I met... Uh, I was at a lunch. It was actually a, a, a city event, so I was at this lunch for the city. But then I met these folks who were there um, and and work with uh, Teen Life. Okay. And so Teen Life is a group that does peer mentoring um, mm. in our high schools. Okay. And and so you know someone said, hey, you gotta go meet this guy over here. Yeah. I said, sure, okay. You know, and uh, and we get to talking, and he said, do you know anyone who happens to be near? Uh, Eastern Hills High School. We're looking for someone to get that started. I said we're we're like three minutes from Eastern Hills. <laughs> yes, I and, know and, Yeah, I know someone. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like three minutes from there. And I've been trying, you know, for a long time to get something going, get an opportunity. Yeah, nice. just to just to to work and to help in the community at that high school. Yeah. And so so often, if we're just out there and meeting people and talking, mm-hmm. uh, these things all work together. So yeah, probably nice. probably not exactly where you wanted to go right off the bat. No, but. I, I think that I think that's exactly where we wanted to go. Just okay. the, the the relation between being a minister, being a public servant. Mm-hmm. Sure. When you look at scripture, mm-hmm. right, as we are to be ministers, right? Yes. Well, we are to be servants. We are servants Absolutely. of God. We are servants to each other. Uh, you know, we uh, the first you know shall be last. The last shall be first. We are to serve others, sure. and that's that's first and foremost. And when you look at all of our elected officials, mm-hmm. when when they are sworn in. Yeah, they swear that they will serve the public. Sure, and unfortunately, not all of them do that. Mm-hmm. But um, but I think the the correlation there between serving the public as a an elected official and sure. serving the public as a Christian should be one and the same. Absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah. So so I guess if you can elaborate a little more on how how in your life, whether it's through stories or whatever, but you've seen those two kind of merge. Sure. You know, the the one thing that I think has been um, uh, welcomed or refreshing, I'm, I'm not sure which one you want to say, but but w- when I was out and, and originally, you know, campaigning and, and running there in Hearst, um, mm-hmm. so many people, you know, would ask, what do you do? And I'd say, I'm a minister. And, and they were happy they were you know oh we need we need more ministers who are involved in <laughs> kind of like in, they're, they're thankful hey we're gonna have some religion coming into this oh, well, maybe maybe not i mean you know but i mean you know there's they're just happy that that here's someone okay i kind of know what this person's going to be thinking um okay. but you know the fact that people have been welcoming and accommodating for that yeah um but it's also something where each Let's say the city council there in Hirsch, right? And, yeah. and with the same here in Keller, would be same with the school board. Mm-hmm. Each person brings in their individual background and experiences. Yes. And so we listen to each other. And we listen to each other and we make decisions that, that in our instance are in the best interest of all the citizens in our city. Yeah. Uh, same would be true of, of the school board over here in Keller. Lots of challenging decisions being made if you're on a school board right now. <laughs> Especially oh, right you know, now. What, yeah. what a year. You know, I'd... <laughs> I, I pray, you know, just just having the limited amount of knowledge I do from from my experience, mm-hmm. I pray even more now for for those folks who are on the school board yeah. making those tough decisions, for those folks who are down here at the state house, for our county officials, for our our, our federal level mm-hmm. officials. Yeah. Um, you know, I know what what my little piece of that puzzle looks like. Yeah. And then to think it only gets you know bigger and yeah. more t- you know there are more challenges more opportunities too. Yeah. It brings um, a, a new light to the pray for the governing authorities, sure. right? <laughs> it really does. I, I, yeah, when I read Romans 13, I always just kind of like, oh, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, now, now I really understand that. But of yeah. course, I'm not the only one. I mean, right over here in Roanoke, you got Mayor Garish. 
uh, Scooter, and uh, yeah. and so member of the church over there. You got yeah. Mayor Johnson over here in Dallas, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and so quite quite a few folks around. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, you know, as you were talking about the the connections that you're able to make sure. um, yeah. with the church through um, through your work as a public servant, it actually reminded me of kind of what Paul was talking about mm-hmm. in First Corinthians chapter nine. Um, in uh, the, towards the end there of chapter nine, he's talking about um, how he is able to reach more people um, mm-hmm. by. By connecting with them, um, mm-hmm. and and it reminds me of what you're saying. You're able to reach more people for the church by connecting with them through your work as a public servant. And um, I'll, I'll go ahead and start in verse 19 of First Corinthians chapter nine. But he says, "For though I am free from all, I have made myself a servant to all, that I may that I might win more. To the Jews I became as a Jew in order to win Jews. To those under the law I became as one under the law, though not being under the law." though no, not by being myself under the law, that I might win those under the law. To those outside the law, I became as one outside the law, not being outside the law of God, but under the law of Christ, that I might win those outside the law. To the weak, I became weak, that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all people, that by all means, I might save some. I do it all for the sake of the gospel, that I might that I may share with them in its blessings." Mm-hmm. That really reminds me of, of what you're talking about, that you've become a servant to all. You've become um, like this. You've, you've made connections here so that you might win some, all for the sake of the gospel. Um, sure. It's, it's really cool when you look at it in that light. You know, I've, I've, let's see, I've been a minister for... I guess 18 years now. Yeah. It's been a while. It, that's as old as Dylan. I know. No, that's <laughs> older than Dylan. No, so, you know, it's, it's, it's been a while. Obviously, there's guys that have been doing it a lot longer than me. But one of the things, one of the realizations I came to is is that my my circle of people who are around me mm-hmm. are, are all folks I go to church with or I know from other churches, and that's great and that's good. But isn't it better to go out and to, to reach some new folks? And, and so one of the opportunities yeah. that we've we've had that just kind of has has come along. It's it's one of those again where where there's this merging, right? So mm-hmm. I, I started volunteering at a at a food pantry there in Hearst through a connection I made through the city work. Yeah. Right. And so they they started giving us their excess items, so things okay. that were going to go to waste, you know, bread and and other produce, things that, that yeah. perish very quickly. Yeah. And, you know, they said, is there any way you can get rid of these? Right. And so we started doing these pop-ups on the church parking lot. Wow. And so we have met more people out on the parking lot, no schedule, no promotion, Mm. you know, just out there. We have a banner now. We're we're high class. We have a banner. (laughs) Um, And uh, and just, just bread and Bibles. Right, oh. that, that's what it says. Free, free bread, not anything, and Bibles. Man right? shall not live by bread alone. That's right. That's right. You know, we get all that. You know, people that's always awesome. come up, and they've always got. But, but what's great is, I have met more people in the last two months of doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, we do it maybe twice a twice a week if we have have the items. Yeah. Started more conversations. We've given out, uh, I don't know, at this point, well over a hundred Bibles. Um, and and to, to have these interactions with folks and to to experience you know, to hear what they're going through because I mean a lot of people are going through really hard times right now yeah um, people just want an ear they do you know I last week there was a, a seventh grade teacher who stopped there in the parking lot to grab a some bread I loaded her up just with a whole box to take yeah. back to the school to share with the teachers weeping 
Yeah. We've been because it's so hard. Yeah. Um, and we, you know, our teachers, our students, uh, we just pray for them because it's such a hard time. But to, to be out there, I never would have met that woman yeah. any other way. Yeah. Right. And a lot of the other folks. And you just think about, you know, okay, this is where it started over here. And then here's where we're at meeting these folks. And, and it, was, it fits in perfectly with the passage that you just had, Dylan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where, where we're out there and we're meeting these folks and we're, we're trying to share that message of, of hope. There was a there was a woman who it was the first one first first pop up we did, and I remember her taking that Bible. She, you know, she asked people always kind of timidly ask, <laughs> you know, can, can I have a Bible? Yeah, well, yeah, you can have a Bible. That's why we're here. I'd rather and, give you a Bible yeah, than bread. <laughs> I know, you know, I'd rather you know. I'm happy for you to have both, you know. But yeah. but um, but you know, she she held it to her chest, right? clutched it like a like a baby, right? Yeah, and said, I just need a message of hope. That's awesome. And I'm like, that's that's what we're here for. That's awesome. You know? Yeah. And uh, and so I, I thought it was fantastic. So I, I, oh, I was oh. going to say, I, I just really wish that <laughs> churches could could get that message out more. Mm-hmm. You know, the, what you're saying, that's what we're here for. Yeah. I wish that we could just let that message be spread so much easier. Um, you, you guys are doing it here. You know, this is a great tool. You know, mm-hmm. using, I, I think that, you know, we have come to the realization uh, as ministers, yeah. we have these great resources. This is practically free. You know, you get a little <laughs> equipment in there. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but you know, people are going to stumble across these these podcasts that you're doing and the other yeah. plans that you have for videos, and you never know where that's going to go. Yeah. yeah. But there's there's more and more opportunities like that where we can get outside the building. Yes. Especially yeah. as we see that people for a variety of reasons yeah. um, have a, maybe a, a, a stigma or fear about stepping foot in the building that, that first time. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, so, so as you're, as you've been talking one, I've, okay. I've got a question for you, but oh, I, I want to start with this. <laughs> um, so in first Peter chapter four, verses seven through uh, seven through 11 it says this, the end of all things is at hand. Therefore be self-controlled and sober minded for the sake of your prayers above all, Keep loving one another earnestly, since love covers a multitude of sins. Show hospitality to one another without grumbling. As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another. As good stewards of God's varied grace, whoever speaks as one who speaks oracles of God, whoever serves as one who serves by the strength that God supplies, in order that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. To him belong glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Mm-hmm. As you've been talking about this, just the the service and the little things that seemingly little things, right, that sure. we go out and that we do for other people. And, uh, and, and I say we as a everybody who chooses to do Absolutely. these things, right? Yeah. That's us serving for God. That's mm-hmm. us using the gifts that we have been given. That is us showing love and hospitality and I think that's just so important, you know, above all, right? Mm-hmm. Like whatever else you do, above all, keep loving one another earnestly, which I sure. think is is so amazing. And uh, kind of going back to your, your story in the parking lot, because I think that ties in so well with this. Mm-hmm. The, the question that I have for you is, have you noticed that even in America, because we kind of hear this throughout the world, when you go to a third world country, they're hungering for the truth, mm-hmm. they're hungering for the gospel. Have you noticed in America, even especially now that people are hungering for the truth more, mm-hmm. um, and and can you kind of talk about that a little bit? Yeah, you know, yeah, I think everybody, you know, the last year ha- has caused us all 
to, to pause and to reflect, mm-hmm. um, to look at what's really important. I know in, in my own life, you know, my wife and I talk about quite often, you know, the, the rebalancing of priorities, you know, yeah. things, things you, you guys know, you're both married, yeah. you know, <laughs> things, things get out of whack fast. Right. Yeah. And you know, yeah. you, you're chasing after this thing. You're like, Oh no, you know, when you need to shuffle priorities mm-hmm. that that's really what this has been. Um, you know, it's, it's been a time that's filled with hardship and heartache and pain for so many, but a lot of other folks are really kind of looking and reassessing, you know, well, maybe I do need to look at something more meaningful mm-hmm. in my life. And, and you know, those folks that we meet in the parking lot, one of the questions I ask them now when we give them a Bible is, um, could you tell me what your favorite Bible verse is? You know, because they're always, they're, they're always thinking there's some kind of catch. You know, what's the catch? Why are you giving me a free <laughs> yeah. Bible, right? Yeah. yeah. What do and, I have to yeah, do? <laughs> yeah. And I'll, I, you know, it's, it's a great conversation changer, right? You know, we might be talking about the bread or we might be talking about whatever. And if I ask you what your favorite Bible verse is, boom, we're already going in a Bible conversation, right? Yeah. And we hear lots of Psalm 23. We hear lots of John 3.16. Yesterday I heard Second Chronicles, this passage I'd never heard before. I was like, that's an interesting one to have memorized. You know? <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, but, you know, it's, it's interesting. And then, of course, those folks that don't have one, in each of the Bibles I have marked with my business card, Philippians mm. 4, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens that's me, awesome. right? Yeah. And so, and that's always a great conversation, sir, where we can shift into... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it, something that's a more meaningful conversation because that's yeah. what people are looking for. Yeah. yeah, bread will get you through for a little while, right? Yeah, but spiritual bread, yeah, will well, get you it's, all it's also, the way. It's also the idea of you know, you give a man a fish, feed yeah. him for a day. You teach a man to fish, and sure. you feed him for a lifetime, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I think the idea of teaching a man to become a fisherman, yeah, right, <laughs> is is we actually heard a sermon this this last Sunday on, yeah, on Corey, how to on Corey how to catch fish. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, nice. uh, and so you know, it's not so much just catching fish, right? It's not the physical sustenance. People need the spiritual sustenance. They need the the deep conversations, the deep discussions that come from opening up the Bible, from reading it, and then talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that's just so, so important. Yeah, I mean, it's John chapter 4, what we're talking about right now. When Jesus is talking with the woman at the well, mm-hmm. um, he told her he has living water um, and that you drink it, you're never going to be thirsty again. Later, after she leaves and his disciples come back, he tells them that um, his food is to do the, the will of God. Um, that's yeah. what keeps him sustained. We're talking about the the eternal water and bread, the eternal mm-hmm. sustenance for for people. Yeah. You know, kind of, kind of building off both those points. You know, the idea that that each one of us have something to offer, and and we we look at what we bring to, you know, to my marriage, to my family, to my community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. We each have a different role. And I think about it. You know, ministers that we know here in, in the Metroplex. Right. This is a dangerous direction to go. Right? <laughs> but you know, it's all positive. Um, we'll, we'll see so, how many of them. No, are listening. no, no. You know, so I, I'm, I'm thinking about. Look, well, you mentioned Corey, right? So yes. Corey Collins. And so, so Corey is excellent at bringing together these very clear messages from God's Word. Mm-hmm. Yes. When, when he's done with his sermon, you know exactly what the point was, right? Yes. It's not like one of mine where it's like, here we go. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, 
Corey does such a great job. I think too, like Spencer Ross. Okay. Yeah. Spencer and I have worked on many projects together and he can outline very uh, detailed. Uh, yeah. A detailed outline. You know, he can put together a lesson plan, a concept. He's my go-to guy for that. Mm-hmm. And if you need creativity, you go over to JJ Hendricks, you know, and the list goes yeah. on. Right. Yeah. If I try to emulate any of those things that those guys do, I'm not going to do it as well as they do. Yeah. yeah. But I've got things that I can do. Mm-hmm. Right. And so each one of us fulfilling that role and then knowing Here's the person I can go to if I need this help. Here's the person yeah. I can go to. And when you think about a church yeah. or a community mm-hmm. able to do that, um, it, it really is amazing. I, I just came from this event over in, in the HEB area where, where I'm at. And, uh, and it's, it's, a, it's a community organization uh, that works with uh, schools and cities and churches and puts them all together Really, for the benefit of the kids. Yeah, that's cool. Right, you know, making sure the kids have school supplies, making sure that they have gifts at Christmas time, making sure that they have food. Yeah, you know, it's kind uh, of important. And it is. It's really important, right? They, they're. I think they said like they're. Um, they're thirty-six thousand people they serve this wow. year. Yeah, wow, that's amazing. And, and so you look at it, here's really each cool. one of these folks that have this role to fulfill mm-hmm. within that organization, and what can be accomplished. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we think about it too for the church. Right, if everybody's doing their part, Scripture talks about that very clearly. Oh yeah, each one of us, different part of the body, different role. If we're all feet, or if we're all hands, if we're all eyes, mm-hmm. we're gonna be weird looking. Um, <laughs> but uh, but you know, but the fact is that we have we have things that we can accomplish for the cause of Christ. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, that really matter. So, I, said, I, I interrupted your point you're going to. I'm sorry. No, you're good. No, okay. th- that's that's so perfect. And it, it makes me think about how one is not more important than the other no. either. Um, when If you were to take away any of those men you mentioned, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that, that they're lesser, that, that they may not be able to, to help out. But it does mean that things don't work as well. Yeah. If you were to take out the creativity, the, the lesson outlining, the able to to create a sermon and, and get straight to the topic, mm-hmm. it, it, if you were to take any of those out, then the body of Christ doesn't really work as well. Sure. Um, I, I was talking about that about a month ago mm-hmm. um, in a sermon I was preaching here and uh, talking about how we are one. Yes. Uh, you know, I was going back to Ephesians chapter four, uh, the seven ones that Paul lists out there. And, um, and one of those is one body. And when I was telling folks about how we are one body, the picture I put up on a slide was um, of gears, mm-hmm. you know, that all fit together. And when one gear turns, the the rest of them turn. You take one gear out or you throw it off and that gear doesn't turn, then the rest of the entire body cannot turn. Right. And so thinking about it in that sense, as far as we work together, and if you take one of us out or, or someone's not doing their job or if they wish they were in a different spot in the body. Sure. If you it, become the squeaky gear. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. 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 And so th- I, I love that point that you sure. bring up as far as we got to work together. Absolutely. So. Yeah. And we see that right now, too, especially, you know, uh, I, I think it's so important to try and maintain focus. Um, I, I, I think that, that right now, especially <clears throat> we're kind of on the the end of I won't say the end, but we're we're somewhere toward the end of this this you know really long Hope, pandemic hopefully right? I hope, I hope, <laughs> you know i'm hoping that sometime summer fall something like that we'll yeah. see yeah um but everybody's tired oh yeah everybody's worn thin and tensions are high whether we're talking about you know within the church or within the community mm-hmm. and so that 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 grace that we can extend to people yeah yeah um the the love that we can show when we we understand the 
the challenges that we're all facing, um, it, it really makes a difference for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I've got one more question for you. I don't know, Dylan, if you have any more. Oh, um, you go ahead. I'll, I'll think of something, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> but my, my question is, uh-huh. is this. Why are you a servant? So whether it is a servant of Christ or whether it is a public servant, sure. why are you a servant? You know, uh, goodness, uh, that's a great question, Chris. Um, you know, and, and there's multiple levels to that. You know, kind of peel it back, right? Yeah. So, you know, part of that is um, obviously the example uh, of my parents. Um, you guys probably don't know, my dad was on city council in Hirsch for mm. 20 years. Wow. And so he served from like 1980 to 2000, I think. And so that's what I grew up in, right? Yeah. So I grew up going to these city events and watching these things and, and mm-hmm. kind of seeing that. And for me, it was those decisions that were made that, that kept our city a great place to raise my family, mm. that I want to continue doing that for, for the next generation to come. Yeah. You know, making decisions that hopefully make this a great place that if you know, my kids decide to stay in Hearst, um, you know, it be a great place for them to raise their family. So I yeah. saw that example. But then there's the other example that I saw from my parents, my dad, my mom, uh, of, of Christian service, yeah. right? Dad was mm-hmm. a, an elder uh, in the church and, 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 you know, always, you know, teaching Bible, things like that. And so, so I learned from that, too. Um, my, my wife, too, you know, a preacher's kid. And, yeah. and so, you know, we have, we have this, you know, all this that's been taught into us and lived into us by our parents yeah. and and you realize that when you're living a life that's you know when you're a servant you know you, you've got that servant's heart i guess you'd say mm-hmm. you realize that the focus is on others right i, I don't i'm not going to focus on me i don't really want to yeah. talk about me I, i'd rather yeah. let's let's focus on how we can work together to solve this problem or how we can accomplish this especially right now where you guys realize there's so many people yeah. who are hurting on multiple levels, physically, emotionally, spiritually, yeah. you name it. And we have, we have an abundant opportunity to reflect God's love, God's peace, God's hope yeah. um, through, through all the things that we do. So going off of that. Okay. Um, the, you found your question. Yeah. Good. Yeah, well, right. <laughs> listening to you talk made me think of, okay. of, of something, you know. <laughs> The reason you're servant, mm-hmm. essentially, to sum up, is because of the example that you've been given. Yes. And so the, my question is, out of everything that you do as a servant, mm-hmm. what is the best example that you can leave for people to, one, see the grace of Christ, or, or two, to, to show people how to be a servant? What, is there an opportunity? Is there something that, that you see that, that you love doing, that, that you see something that you can give as an example to, you know, like you said, the next generation sure. or, well, or to a world that's lost and hurting. Sure. And then, and that answer is going to be different depending on who you're talking about. Of course. Yeah. You know, if, if it's my own kids, um, you know, that example is not getting, not getting, you know, lost on the fact that I'm their dad. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And making yeah. sure that's always my priority. Mm-hmm. Lots of things, you know, now not as much because things have kind of, you know, a lot of the different things that we do have kind of changed, but but in everything we do, making sure that I'm a husband first, yeah, yeah. you know that that I'm I'm dad to my girls, yeah, um, and then looking at how we can can serve. But you know, as far as those folks in the in the community, mm-hmm. you know, I think that I would just want them to see, you know, someone who's there to to help, yeah, right. I, I think that there's kind of the this wouldn't be true of everybody, but there is an impression that that you know the church is just out to get my money, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I remember sitting in a, when I was doing my MBA, I remember sitting in a, 
uh, uh, class. It was spirituality and leadership hmm. as part of a business degree. Oh, it's an interesting wow. class. Okay, but I, I was I was the minister in a class with all these folks who were CEOs and CFOs <laughs> and, and all those other great titles that we have, right? Yeah. And and so you know when it came time to talk about you know the spiritual things, you know here you are the one minister and everybody else in the business <laughs> world. Um, but I, I remember very vividly uh, this gentleman saying, uh, you know, about these negative experiences he had with churches just always wanting money. Hmm. I was like, oh, I would not. I would not want that to be the example because yeah. the example I would want to give is I'm trying to give you, yeah. you know, yes. this. I'm trying this to knowledge. give, not more ask. blessed to give than to receive. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you know, and we realize where that perception of, you know, um, misguidance or misfocus comes from, yeah. Yeah. from some of the things that we see around us. But, uh, but it's, it's, yeah, I mean, the idea that we're here to, we're here to help, we're here to listen, we're here to to be the hands and feet of Jesus. So mm-hmm. I got to admit, I kind of gave you a leading question because oh, I was good. thinking of a verse. Oh, okay. Now you, I see and, how it works. And you hit the nail on the head okay. uh, with, <laughs> with why we're a servant and the whole purpose mm-hmm. of being a servant in general, regardless mm-hmm. of where it is. And it's Philippians 2, 3, do nothing from selfish ambition mm-hmm. or conceit, mm-hmm. but in humility, count others more significant than yourselves. Sure. And I think that really is kind of the bottom line with choosing to be a servant, right? Mm-hmm. When we choose to serve Christ, we are serving the people around us. Yes. And we do that because we believe they are more important than mm-hmm. we are mm-hmm. as our families, right? Yep. Families, I, I also believe that our families have to come first, right? Yep. If I'm not taking care of my wife, right, but I'm spending all of my time at the church, that's sure. an issue, yep. right? My yep. wife is second in my life. Christ mm-hmm. is first, Absolutely. right? Yep. And... I think that's that's crucial for us to understand that we have to count others as more significant than ourselves. Sure. But not just have to, we should want to. Right. We should have a desire to. It should be just we, we wake up in the morning and man, I get to I get to go help somebody move today. Like whoever thinks of that, right? You're right. Okay, okay. I'm gonna stop you there for a second. I know you got more, but but that's actually interesting you say that. You you've been in my brain. Okay. I'm sorry, it's a very scary place. Um, but uh, no, it's fine. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean there's days where I wake up and I'm like, Oh, I get to go do that thing today. You know, I get to go to the food pantry and help out or whatever. Yes. Yeah. And it's it's exciting, right? Yeah. You you have that opportunity to yeah. help. Continue on, Chris. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I mean that's that was really kind of the, the basis of what I was yeah. saying is when when we're able to get excited about that, right? Because yes. typically when we think of getting excited about things, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I get to go buy a new car today. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I'm, oh, I get to go I'm, in debt. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, man, I'm, I'm getting this new, this new game. I'm getting this new sure. movie. I'm getting this whatever. It's it's I'm getting. I'm right. receiving. It's Christmas. I can't wait to open my presents that sure. they, that people got me. Right. Yeah. It's these things. But instead, we've got to be excited about serving. We have to be excited about giving to others, and it's not so much that we necessarily, I say have to, right? Mm-hmm. But we should want to. Yeah. It should be such a desire in our lives that we should want to serve, right? You don't become a public servant simply because you feel an obligation to. You become a public servant because you want to. Yeah, right? and I think that starts with love. The, the whole reason that Christ was a servant mm-hmm. is because he loved. Yeah. And um, you you don't get from the have to to the want to by just telling yourself, okay, I, like, I, I want to, like try, mm-hmm. trying to convince yourself. It sh- starts with a change of, of heart. Mm-hmm. And when you have that love, then 
it becomes a, I, I want to do that because yeah. I, I do love that. Right. And so that's, I think, how it starts and how it carries on. So and I think it's those, those examples that you're taught. I, I, I think both, both my wife and I, you know, the examples that we saw in our parents, mm-hmm. right, and, and the things that they did, um, and, and they taught us the importance, uh, modeled for us the importance of yeah. giving and helping others and, and, and serving others. And recognizing, you know, just how how valuable it is. So, so we're not fixated on, you know, I need the the, the best car, the best house, or whatever. Yeah. We live, we, we are, we we live very comfortably. We're very happy. Yeah. yeah. But we also recognize, you know, look at this opportunity. I've I've had opportunities to, you know, I don't know, change careers, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 different things like that. But but I enjoy my ministry work. Yeah. I enjoy it because it connects with so much of what I want to be the key focus of my life, right? And also, I mean, I have this great relationship with the leadership at our church where, I, you know, I hope you guys enjoy the same here too. I'm sure you do. Yes. And, and you know, they allow you that flexibility to pursue a podcast yeah. right? <laughs> or to pursue, you know, running for city council, yeah. right? Or, or whatever. And, you know, that's not your... <laughs> I turned and looked yeah. at Dylan real quick. Like, right. Are you? Right. I, I don't even know if hey, I'm old enough hey, yet. <laughs> you are, and filing period's still open, February 12th. Um, so, uh, so yeah, just just jump on in there. But um, but um, but uh, but yeah, you know, it's it's one of those things where you know we have this these great opportunities, and one of the things mm-hmm. we talk about with with our our children and then the the kids at church too, you know, is is leaving that you know stuff is is. Just stuff, right? Yeah, you know, and, comes and, and goes, and it does, and and it tends to have a lot of debt that comes along with it, right? <laughs> yes, and and when you're, you know, ch- chained down, I guess we'll say by debt, it limits your opportunity to help others. Yeah, your right? opportunity to serve. And, yeah. yeah, your opportunity to serve because I've got to pay that bill, yeah. right? And yeah. uh, and so you know, we try to live um, a, a modest lifestyle mm-hmm. where. We do, you know, provide and keep our our family comfortable. We can have that flexibility to, yeah. you know, have have our parents come and stay with us yes. and, and take care of their medical needs, but also to to help out, you know, our neighbors too, and yeah. and, and to you know have that flexibility. I really and, appreciate it. And that brings us almost full circle oh boy, in this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> um, back at the beginning, you were talking about priorities, sure, and, and you know what comes first. Your family comes first, mm-hmm. and and that even goes into the, the things that they come and go. And, and if we're putting those first and, mm-hmm. and putting the debt that comes along with them first, sure. then it, it changes all of the priorities in mm-hmm. your life. And so um, keeping first things first is what helps us be servants, whether it's in the church, whether it's in our communities. Mm-hmm. And keeping first things first, that can be so simply described as what Christ said. What is the greatest command? Love God. Yeah. And the second greatest is like it, love others. That's right. So... I mean, that, that's, it, it gives me chills when I think yeah. about it, that we are almost having these realizations 2,000 years later, and Christ said the same thing sure. 2,000 years ago. Yeah, we think we're, we think we're so smart, and then we're like, oh, <laughs> there it is right there. Exactly. He already oh, said it. Exactly. Right. <laughs> J- Jesus said, love God, love others. And it's, it's not just, you know, it's every resource that we have. I mean, you guys, I don't know what your, your schedule's like for a work day. When I was your age— 
Yeah, there we go. I'm getting old. Oh, no, you're right. Um, but when I was, when I was, you know, when I, you guys are both in your 20s, right? Yeah. Yep. All Not right. for long. Not for long. Okay. <laughs> well, they, I, you know, just started. It's just a number. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, you know, I never would have pictured getting up at 4:30 in the morning and enjoying it. Right. Yeah. But I get up at 4:30 in the morning now. I really like it because I can get all my work done. You know, a lot of the church work, the things that that you know, there might be distractions and different things come along. I can get mm-hmm. all that done. A lot of the things that need to get done get done between you know 4:30 and 7:30. Mm-hmm. And then what does I do with the rest of the day? It leaves it open. There's still other things that need to get done. Right? You can't finish a work day in three hours. Yeah. But I've already got that big lead on it, and yeah. so that leaves that that space in the day. Yeah. So that when Dylan and Chris call and like, hey, can you come do a podcast? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I can. Yeah, yeah. I got time. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and so you know you, you've got that you know space in your time. You've got that space in your mm-hmm. budget, and so you're you're here to help. You're here to serve. Yeah. You're here to 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 play whatever role you can, encouraging people. Yeah. That's well, awesome. that's awesome. Well, John, I just want to thank you for coming on. Absolutely, uh, it's, it's, it's been it. a blast. It's been a good conversation, I think. Mm-hmm. And, I'm sorry uh, we couldn't talk more about politics. I know you're wanting to, Chris. I, so you much. know, as much as I would like to, um, no, I. There's I, more important things. There's there so that's many right. more important things. There we and, go. Uh, <laughs> there we go. But uh, but I really do appreciate it, and uh, we we wish you all the best. I appreciate and, it. Um, we hopefully will have you on again. Yeah, but uh, for yeah. all of our listeners, we want to thank you for listening. Uh, we, we appreciate you guys taking the time out to, uh, to tune in, and uh, hopefully you've enjoyed this conversation. Uh, if you have any thoughts, comments, or anything that you'd like, please listen as you can uh, find out how to reach us. Uh, we love you all so very much. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening to the Bible Conversations podcast. I want to tell you about a couple of ways in which you can be involved or help us out. You can like us on Facebook and share our posts. You can send us an email at kcocbibleconversations at gmail.com. You can follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can even leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We're also partnering with Ministry League. This is a wonderful app full of so many different resources to help you grow your faith. We love you all. Now let's go start a conversation.